Well, hello there. Welcome back, as always, to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, and delighted that you've been able to tune in with us on this Thursday morning. It's probably approximately 9.02.03 a.m. somewhere in the world, or at least it is here in Thailand. Now, before we get into today's stories, uh, please, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and if you do get a chance, a little share would be fantastic. Now, if you like to listen, you know, kind of on the go, don't forget we are available on pretty much every podcast player there is. So there is a link in the description. Go to the website and you'll see all the podcast players that we are listed on and you can subscribe to that. So that's basically it. So let's jump into the very, very, very first story of the day. And we need to get back to the Charlene Ann story because since the last day when we uh, did our show, there has been some uh, developments as such. So we'll recap really quick. Charlene Ann is a Taiwanese actress. She was here in Thailand over the Christmas and New Year holidays. And I think around on uh, the night of January 5th, she was stopped outside the Chinese embassy. She was in a taxi and she was basically pulled out of the taxi uh, to uh, with her friends. There was four of them in total, her, her Singaporean boyfriend and two other friends. And uh, this is where she alleged that 27,000 baht was extorted out of her. It went back and forth over the last couple of weeks. She basically claimed this is true. This is what's happened. There has to be CCTV footage of it, you know, etc., etc. The Thai police then came out and said kind of, well, no, this is not true. This would never happen. This can't have happened. We uh, deny it all. And uh, they kind of tried to, um, I'm not quite sure the best way to do it is kind of do a little bit of a character assassination on her. They had the taxi driver who brought her there saying, oh, she was drunk, she was obnoxious, you know, you you know, definitely she was drunk, etc., etc. So it continued along the way anyway, and then the Thai police came out and said, no, we've, we have three cameras there with CCTV, and we can see her. Yes, she's outside of the taxi. They were pulled over at a checkpoint, but there's no money being changed, and they never went down an alleyway, etc., etc. Now, this is what continued to go on. And then the very next day, the head of the police station, he came out as far as or the head of the Thai police saying, trust the police, trust the police. Don't be trusting social media. If you want to get the truth, you listen to what the police says. The following day after that, guy in charge of that police station was abruptly transferred to an inactive post. This is normally what happens when people are kind of uh, think something's going on with them. And then after that, it seems to have come out. The truth has finally come out. That yes, she was pulled out of her taxi. They did demand 27,000 baht for her freedom. And she, her Singaporean boyfriend, did pay this money. She, uh, there's apparently seven police officers who were involved in this. Uh, she explained that the Thai police just have lied about uh, everything to do with this. But she said that the Thai police lied about her owning the electronic cigarette. Claiming that it was put in her hand by the police themselves... And they then photographed her. So this is what they were using as the proof you have it in your hand, etc., etc. She claims she never drinks alcohol and that the bad Thai police now want to use uh, to use her to whitewash themselves. She also challenged the police to release the images from the CCTV footage. But apparently a lot of people are saying that this CCTV footage is already been destroyed and certainly won't be released to the public. At the end of the day, these seven officers, by the way, are all going to be fired, apparently. Now, of course, the police haven't admitted that, you know, the bribe was taken, but the actions are saying that, yes, it's gone on. There is apparently a lot of talk at the moment that, yes, 
this did happen. This wasn't bullshit. This was a woman telling the truth about what her experience in Bangkok and the corruption that still and has continued in the Thai police for quite a while now. Of course, I'd love to know. They said they they apologized to her. They sent out apology and said they're not going to charge her for having the electronic cigarette. Aren't they very good? I wonder if they're going to return the 27,000 baht that they took from her. That'd be an interesting thing. I wonder will that money be sent back to her in Taiwan? Well, I bet you, I, I could tell you, 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 you could bet your life savings that it won't be. And that's the truth of the matter. Look, it's been a terrible ordeal. Unfortunately, as I said, we're in 2023 now, 2022. It's the age of social media. If you're planning to extort money out of somebody, don't go find an actress with a few hundred thousand subscribers on her Instagram and her Facebook, a very popular person in her country, and try to do it to them. I mean, it's just craziness. Obviously, they didn't know who she was. And yes, they're going to end up regretting it because they're going to end up being fired. And that's what will happen. And that's what should happen. But it doesn't happen all the time. And this is why, and I can guarantee you, it's not the first time this has happened. At the ease at which they did it to these people, you can be sure as hell it's not the first time. But that is the Charlene Ann story. And hopefully that will be the end of it in some regards. But I guess a police officer in Patia had the same idea in the last couple of days. But a Patia cop has allegedly extorted foreign tourists over an e-cigarette again. A police senior sergeant major has been transferred to the inactive post pending investigation after he was alleged to have demanded 60,000 baht from a foreign tourist for possession of an e-cigarette. His transfer came after news report and pictures of the uh, Han Cresce television program aired on Channel 3 on Tuesday. A Chinese tour guide was said to have sent a message to other guides in his group, saying that a tourist under his care was detained for having an e-cigarette by a policeman who demanded a fine of 60,000 baht. After some bargaining, the sum was reduced to 30,000. Vaping devices, by the way, are prohibited goods. And just to let everybody know who's listening to this show, whether you're here in Thailand, whether you're thinking of coming to Thailand, whatever your reasons to come here, e-cigarettes are illegal. So if you get caught with one, you can be fined. Okay, it'll be confiscated from you. Just to let you know that, it is illegal. So by having one, you are setting yourself up to potentially, right, have issues. Now, this allegedly happened in Pattaya on January 28th or 29th. After hearing about the report, Police Major General Campon, the Chambri Police Superintendent, sent an urgent letter telling the Chief of Pattaya Police to investigate the matter. The investigation found that the policeman referred to in the report was a Police Sergeant Major General Napakrit, a traffic officer at Pattaya Police Station. On Tuesday, uh, he was transferred away from Pattaya to assist in the operations centre at Chambury Police Headquarters. A fact-finding committee has been set up to look into the alleged soliciting of a bribe. The committee was tasked with compiling all evidence, including examination recordings from surveillance cameras in the area where the alleged extortion occurred. Its uh, report will be used for legal procedures if there are a grounds against the policeman. Now, what strikes me there is a committee has been set up. So the Thai... The Royal Thai Police Force do not have their own independent unit within the police force that are looking at corruption. That's quite interesting. Maybe this is one of the reasons why they're, it, it, it's rampant at the moment. You know, internal affairs, they don't have that there. They just set up some committees. Who's on these committees? 
and I think this may be part of the problem. There's nobody policing the police themselves. Maybe that needs to be addressed. But again, another guy tried it, and of course he's been caught. You know, I, I don't get it anymore. It's, it's becoming harder and harder. But I certainly think tourists aren't helping themselves by not knowing the rules and regulations regarding certain things. And, you know, yes, in Europe, you can have an e-cigarette and you can walk around. It's fine. But in Thailand, you cannot. And that's the bottom line in relation to that. Now, there's another new law. And for anybody out there who likes meth, <laughs> methamphetamines, will one pill limit or face meth dealing charge? A ministerial regulation has been amended so that anyone with more than one methamphetamine pill in possession instead of 15 will be regarded as having the pills with intent to sell, not for personal use, which is uh, the current law. So if you have two, you have intent to sell it. At present, those found with 15 or fewer pills in their possession are regarded as having them for personal use only and subject to rehabilitation, said the Public Health Minister Anatan Sharavakul. On Monday, this has been exploited by people who actually intend to sell them. He said the pill has been, or sorry, the bill has been prepared by the Committee on Treatment and Rehabilitation of Drug Addicts and is ready for the ministerial signature. Later, it will be forwarded to the Cabinet for approval and then published in the Royal Thai Gazette. Mr. Anatan, who is the Deputy Prime Minister as well as the Minister for Public Health, said the amendment would be a, for, a more effective legal measure against trade in illegal drugs and help protect young people, their families and society. The reason the committee reached this decision is that we want to be more decisive and see effective enforcement of the law after it was suggested that we seem to fear there is not enough room in prison for drug convicts, the Minister noted. The Mr. Anderson said that with a person will be able to have one meth pill for personal use, drug dealers would no longer be able to exploit the regulation. So, yeah, it does seem a little bit excessive to meth pills and you would be considered having it for intent to sell. I don't know, but that seems to be the current state of affairs with that. Though, don't forget, weed is somewhat legal here in Thailand. Anyway, so another story that seems to be doing uh, the rounds is the... Uh, Elite Visa, the Elite Card, is in the hot seat over more scandals. Tourism and Sports Minister Piapat Ratchapakarn asked the Royal Thai Police to investigate the accusation against members of Thailand's Elite Card that have been linked with shady Chinese businesses, while tourism operators suggest connecting the application procedures with international police to verify criminal records. Now there would be a very, very novel idea. Mr. Piapat said the case badly affected the image of the tourism ministry and Thai tourism industry as a whole. He said the he said that during the application process, Thailand Privilege Card, the operator of Thailand Elite Card, will send personal data of applications to the Immigration Bureau and the Department of Consular Affairs to screen for criminal records. The minister also imposed additional regulations to pre-screen potential members including checking the status of members and appointed sales agents every two years to ensure the accuracy of qualifications. If any of them are reported acting illegally, the minister will urgently withdraw those memberships, said Mr. Piapat. As there was a report about Thailand lead cart being sold overpriced abroad, Mr. Piapat said the ministry and the TPC cannot be responsible for this issue as they cannot interfere with foreign businesses. Mr. Piapat said that in the case of tourists using electronic cigarettes, which are illegal in Thailand, police do not 
have the authority to directly fine tourists. They can only submit the lawsuit to the court. Now, that's quite interesting. Uh, the reference was made in allegations, uh, you know, about the Taiwan actress Charlene Ann, who said that police extorted money from her. And uh, the article just goes on to talk about the tourism industry and uh, basically tourists driving without licenses or snore. He said uh, law enforcement personnel such as police should strictly punish illegal actions according to the law after seeking the truth without bias or for personal interest. For instance, many tourists in Phuket drive without a license. Police should inform them about their violation, lawfully impose a fine and admonish them to avoid repeating the mistake. Officers should maintain the same standard for both locals and tourists, said Mr. Tanet. And this is part of the issue that people talk about, particularly in tourist zones, where you may find that the police uh, have kind of two laws. There's the traffic law for the local Thai and the traffic law for the foreign tourist who's in Thailand for a few weeks. And you might see this at checkpoints where you might see the tourists all being pulled over while you'll see a Thai driving through with no helmet playing on his phone at the same time you know and kind of you know maybe doing four or five people on the bike straight through the foreign tourist is pulled over can we see our license insurance all the different bits and bobs so yes the law should be cover everyone there shouldn't be different rules for different people and it's up to the police to get themselves in kind of gear i think the overall gist of all of this and what's been going on is that there needs to be serious reform of the Thai police at the moment. Maybe even the Thai police itself as a unit needs to be disbanded and they need to reinvent themselves. But right now, it's, it's, it's made the month of January has been horrendous for them in terms of corruption and other things like that. And I think something needs to be really done. I, I don't think this government's going to do it. I think it's going to be the next government that come in in May and they'll have to they'll have to really tackle it because I think it's become such an issue with people in general but yeah corruption it seems to be getting more out of hand okay than I mean better but actually here's some kind of good news in terms of corruption but of course it won't take into effect what's happened in the last few weeks but um, Thailand's corruption standings for 2022 is an improvement over 2021. Thailand's corruption standard for 2022 improved nine places to 101st from 110th out of 180 countries in 2021, according to the 2022 Corruption Perceptions Index by Transparency International. Thailand is fourth among ASEAN countries. The Secretary General of the National Anti-Corruption Commission said that Thailand scored 36 points compared to 35 points in 2021. The world's top performers were Denmark, who scored 90 points, followed by Finland and New Zealand, which both scored 87 points. Top performance among Asian countries was Singapore, which was ranked the fourth place globally with 83 points. The assessment was based on information from nine sources, and Thailand scored more points last year than a year earlier in assessments from the IMD World Competitive Yearbook from 39 to 43, and the World Economic Forum from 42 to 45 points, according to uh, Niwachai. He said that foreign investors' perception of the Thai government has become more serious in dealing with the problem of bribery and has taken punitive action against corrupt officials. I guess they don't know what's happened in the last month. The government also uh, reformed the system for approving projects by cutting bureaucratic red tape and reducing the discretion available for officials. Uh, I think that brings me into the next story, which I think is probably one that's quite interesting. Now, if there's anybody who's listening, live in Phuket, you've been to the Phuket checkpoint as you're crossing into Phuket. And at the moment, there's a police station there and you drive straight through. But if you look to your left-hand side, there's a pretty much an identical looking police station 
on a lot more land that has been there for quite a long time. And this has been basically brought up recently as to what's going on with it. So the Phuket Info Centre, which originally launched as an official COVID-19 information service, is operated under the Phuket branch of the Ministry of Interior, namely under the Phuket Governor's Office. One of the posts recently highlighted buildings at uh, Phuket Ratchabad University and also a building at the uh, Phuket Checkpoint. And uh, we're just going to talk about the one at the Phuket Checkpoint. The project highlighted Phuket Town was 131 million and was supposed to be spent improving the Phuket checkpoint to which all vehicles traveling onto or off the island by the road must pass. So if you're familiar with Phuket and you're driving, that's the only way to get in and out of the place. Recently, the network of the Strong Club in Phuket has been monitoring the abandoned Andaman Safety Center Enhancement Project, which was to build confidence among tourists in the area of the Tachachai checkpoint in Maikau, Talang, Phuket, the network said on its Facebook page. The budget was 131 million divided in construction of a tourist checkpoint building worth 16 million, a front office building worth 14 million, and 101 million on improving the area, the network explained. The project started in 2016, with the contact contract specifying the work was to be completed by 2017, but after six years, there is still no sign that it will ever open. Now that's actually one thing when I pass by this many, many times from the outside, it looks okay. And I've always wondered, why is this thing not open? It looks a lot better than the one on the right-hand side that you actually go through. But apparently, the internal condition is damaged and incomplete. It's a waste of space and a waste of budget funds that cannot be used again. And this has been noted on this corruption website. Phuket is a world-class tourist city. Each year it receives 10 million tourists, but instead of completing this and being able to use it, where did the project become stuck, the network asked. Have the Department of Public Works and the Town and Country Planning or and other inspection agencies followed up the urgency the network uh, proposed? The Strong Anti-Corruption Thailand Club carries a large following. Its Facebook page alone has more than 110,000 followers. The two posts calling into question the failed construction projects in Phuket were shared among the network's followers nationwide. So now the light is being shone on these projects in Phuket that have a lot of money being spent on them but have never been finished and just sit there empty now and if as I say if you're a person who's gone through the checkpoint you will know exactly what I'm talking with and now you might know why it hasn't opened because internally it's not even finished a lot of money spent as per usual but left there and it's kind of an embarrassment because I mean if you're coming in and out of the island by car by road you'll see it and you'll wonder what is going on? I remember during COVID, they did use it for a while to try to get more traffic to come through. But that was it was really only for that period of time. And then once things kind of got better again, it went back to the original checkpoint. But yeah, the main stories there are all about kind of corruption within the country and what's been going on over the last week. Police and government officials, etc. Then you have the corruption index showing that Thailand has improved, but I don't know how accurate these corruption indexes are. But I'd love to know your opinion. Do you think Thailand is more or less corrupt uh, than where you come from? You, if you've lived here in Thailand for a while, do you think things have got better or worse in the last ten years? I'd love to know your opinions about it all down below in the comment section. And guys, that is it for today. Delighted you were able to tune in. Don't forget, as always, like, subscribe, share, no matter what platform you're on. And we'll see you in a couple of days. Once again, thanks for tuning in, guys.